Welcome to Go Get Great, the podcast for aspiring entrepreneurs and ambitious small business owners. I'm your host, Brittany, owner of Brittany Miller Socials and mother of three. Go Get Great is all about helping you make life and business work together. You'll learn about the fumbles that helped get me and my guests to where we are today so you don't have to make them. So come join the journey with Go Get Great. Good morning. For those of you that don't know me, I thought I would do a quick intro again. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know that I tend to do more interviews with other people so that we can learn about a whole bunch of different business topics that I'm not an expert in. Uh, And occasionally I do some solo. So today's going to be a solo episode. So I thought I would introduce myself again. So I'm Brittany. I am a mom, a mystery buff, a bookworm, home decor, DIY enthusiast. I'm also the owner of Brittany Miller Socials. I help business owners ignite their business growth and share the passion that started it all with social media and email marketing. Through consultations, coaching, and done-for-you services, we establish organic content strategies that reflect you and your passion to attract your dream clients online. As you know, I'm also the host of the Go Get Great podcast, which shares practical advice to help you blend life and business to take life from good to great. So for today's episode, I thought that we would dive into the world of AI, specifically ChatGPT, and how you as a business owner can leverage it to streamline not only your content creation, but your business in general, so that you can free up more time to be an entrepreneur, be a CEO, be a creative, be a member of your family, maybe you want to just work less hours. So the introduction of AI tools like ChatGPT have been instrumental in helping me as a business owner and many other business owners create more time in our schedules to do things that we enjoy. So I have been playing around with uh, a few different AI platforms for quite a while, and I wanted to share my experience with you guys uh, and what I've learned. So I'm just going to put it in here now in case you didn't know, but I do actually have a free resource that you can download. It's a uh, hundred prompts for chat GPT for strategic success. So it covers prompts, everything from content creation to email marketing, podcasts, workshops, strategic business planning. I think there's one other category in there too. So there's a hundred prompts in total that you can use with chat GPT or whatever uh, generative AI tool you're using. And it's going to help you with a whole bunch of different areas in your business. So if you have not seen that yet, then go to brittymillersocials.ca slash prompts, and you'll be able to download and access this resource. I've heard fantastic things from the people that have utilized it. So I'm so glad that I'm able to kind of share this information with you guys. And that's kind of what encouraged me to record this episode today. So I have created a full on um, AI training masterclass that I've facilitated twice now for two different groups that I'm part of. And I'm hoping to add to my uh, masterclass rotation soon. But until I am able to free up time in my schedule to do that, I really wanted to put this podcast together for you to get you started. And then when we do that, we can dive deeper and you'll just learn more. So for today, We're going to be learning a little bit about AI and how you can use it for content creation. Because like I mentioned, we are all busy entrepreneurs. And if there's tools out there that will help us lighten our workload, doing things like content creation more efficiently and effective, then I personally think that we should all be utilizing them. So I always like to start with definitions. That's just the way I am. So in a very broad sense, AI or artificial intelligence is a branch of computer science with the goal of creating machines to perform tasks 
that typically require human intelligence. So a machine that is able to learn, make decisions, and take action, even if it's never been in that situation before. So I know that that can sound a little intimidating, maybe even a little sci-fi, because it is relatively new. So the introduction of ChatGPT, GPT standing for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer, I had to look that up because I was curious, uh, is a component of what they call open AI. So it has completely blown up the world <laughs> since it was introduced last fall, specifically November of 2022. So we're coming up on one year now because it's changing the game for business owners like us in so many ways. That being said, I would be lying if I didn't say that I had a moment of panic when it was released, thinking that I was going to be out of a job soon. And I also felt a little bit annoyed that I needed to learn something new to stay relevant in my industry. That's kind of how I felt about threads too, honestly, <laughs> but that's kind of a separate conversation. Uh, and I think it's important to acknowledge those feelings, you know, say thank you for protecting me, but these feelings aren't serving me and they're actually going to hurt my business. Because at some point, we either have all been using AI or should be using AI potentially without even realizing it. If you have been using it, you might not know that. And I know that I didn't know that. But we're not going to go out of business because of AI. We're going to go out of business because our competitors are using AI and we're not. They're able to do things more efficiently, which is going to increase timelines and turnaround for client work. And it's going to help them reduce their costs because it doesn't take them as long to do it. So AI is not something that you need to be afraid to implement, but you should be afraid of not implementing it and using these resources available to you because someone else will, and eventually your business will go in the other direction. So that being said, I didn't know until I had done some more research that AI tools have actually been around for quite a while, and I use a lot of them in my everyday life without even realizing it. So I wanted to give you a few different examples so that we can kind of appreciate how helpful AI actually is, and then we'll dive more into how you can actually apply it for your business. So some of the different inter AI tools that I've interacted with already today, things like Google Maps, hardly leave home without that one. Uh, so that's your maps and your navigation, and that's all AI-based. Grammarly, which does all of my autocorrect because my spelling and grammar is not fabulous, especially when I am typing in a hurry. Uh, facial ID to unlock my phone. So the facial detection and recognition is an AI feature. Google in general is an AI tool to give you relevant search results. A website chatbots and messaging features, those are all AI-based. Uh, Siri, Alexa, Google Home, kind of along those same lines there. They're digital assistants. Instagram and Facebook, their algorithms are AI-based to predict what kind of content to show you in your feed. That's literally my all-day, everyday, guys. And then things like banking apps, e-payments, those are all AI features. And one of my personal favorites, uh, my Roomba, I don't actually have a Roomba, I have a shark, but my robot vacuum is all AI-based and that helps me clean up after my very messy toddlers and forever shedding dog. <laughs> So most of these are examples of narrow or weak AI systems that are designed to perform a very specific task, like my shark vacuum, as I mentioned, it helps me clean up after my messy toddlers. But there are actually three types of AI in total. So the second one is machine learning, and that's designed to learn and improve itself 
And then the third one is deep learning AI, which is designed to solve complex problems, process data, identify patterns, et cetera. So ChatGPT is an example of deep learning. It's designed to understand and generate human-like text based on patterns and information that you feed it. So now that we've kind of eased into the world of AI by recognizing the different forms that we're already using and talking about the different kinds of AI available, uh, feel free to grab a pen and paper if you'd like, or uh, you can use transcription audio apps like Fireflies, AI based, <laughs> because I'm going to kind of share some information that you're going to probably want to write down and use later in your business. I'll share some of my favorite prompts at the end of this episode, some of them that are probably in my prompt guide and maybe a couple that aren't. So there are many different AI options available that are going to help you free up time to spend with your family or to work on passion projects, get things off your to-do list. That's kind of what I use my extra time for, like creating a course, which I'm super excited to be launching later this fall. And those are just kind of some of the, the ones that we hear a lot about. So you'll notice that AI is going to start coming out in many, many areas. So like ChatGPT is a standalone AI, but I've noticed even in my website builder, I use Wix and in my email marketing platform, OmniSend, that they're building in AI features to make it easier for you to do the work that you're doing, to generate headlines and descriptions for website pages, to generate email subject lines and body text for the emails that you send. So you can use... AI features that are built into the platforms that you're already using, because we're going to start to see those roll out more. Or you can use, like I said, standalone AI tools and platforms, things like ChatGPT or Jasper.ai, which I personally use. And there are lots of other ones too, like Claude and Baird AI and Bing AI. And as I mentioned, people are just going to keep rolling out more and more and more once we know more and we become somewhat dependent on this for our business. So I personally use ChatGPT. I'm still on the free version. We are bootstrapping businesses some days. <laughs> and I know that a lot of people listening are probably in a similar financial situation and stage of business that I'm in. So I find that ChatGPT, the free version works super well for me. I will probably upgrade to the paid version soon because I've heard good things about it and I want to test out the capabilities. I have also tried Jasper.ai and it was nice, but it was a little bit more of a hefty investment for my business that I just wasn't prepared to make because there are free options available. So decide what works for you. But anything that I talk about today will function the same or very similar in any of the AI platforms that you're using. So I mentioned in my prompt guide that there's many different areas in my business that I use AI for. So I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into that and give you some different examples and ways that you can use AI to help with your business. But I want to lead by saying that garbage in equals garbage out. So you have to think of AI like an intern. If you ask your intern to get you a coffee, but you didn't tell your intern that your favorite coffee shop is three blocks away and you have to ask for the off the menu blend that they do just for you, you're going to be super disappointed when they come back with the black office coffee that you have on the third floor. So you need to really give AI lots of information but it can do so many different things. So here's a few ways that I've incorporated ChatGPT into my workday to streamline my activities. So content idea generation, social media captions, hashtags, calls to action. So I just wanna clarify before I go further for anyone that's listening to this, 
there is still a very huge human component that comes with my content creation for myself and for my clients. I use ChatGPT and these AI resources as a starting point so that, you know, you don't have like blank slate mentality and to help kind of tweak and refine and help me write in customer voices that maybe are a little bit outside my typical writing style, but nothing that I publish for myself or for my clients is hundred percent chat GPT based or like AI generated. I would never charge clients to do something that they could do themselves. Just to be clear. Uh, so calls to action, website, copy service descriptions, naming things, literally everything that I name in my business, ChatGPT has helped me with because I always struggle with that SEO terms and keyword research, um, advertising scripts, target market research, pain point identification, subject line inspiration, email copy, blog posts, outlines, uh, podcast titles and descriptions, bio writing, bio meaning like what I send people when I'm a guest on their podcast workshop outlines. And then you can also use it personally, even if you're not a business owner or if you just want support in other areas of your life. So I've seen lots of people use ChatGPT for things like recipe creation and meal planning. Hey, I have these three proteins and these six vegetables in my house. Can you create a dinner menu for the next six days using these items? And it will give you different options. I think that's absolutely fabulous. It's actually on my to-do list to make an inventory of what's in my freezer downstairs and be like, okay, meal plan my next 30 days for me to use up the stuff in my freezer. Super easy way to kind of eliminate some of the typical redundant and manual labor that comes with, you know, meal planning and things like that. You can also use it to write cover letters, I haven't tested it for resume writing, but I'm sure it could support certain areas of that. Uh, I've also follow uh, an influencer online. She's the Dillhouse Mama on Instagram, I believe, who used AI to create a custom bedtime story by giving ChatGPT the names of her kids and like a few of their favorite items. I was like, that is winning at motherhood. Let me just put that out there. You still need to do that for my girls. I want to test it out. I think it would be fun and I think they would love it. So some of these projects that I just mentioned are very surface level and can be done with minimal amounts of prep. Uh, A fun and easy exercise that I'm going to share with you, this is one that I actually put into the masterclass that I built, is to kind of get you testing the waters with AI in your business. So I want you to gather five to 10 different pieces of writing that you've done recently. So this could be emails, blog posts, social media captions, website copy, or like a variety. A variety is actually better for this because what we're going to be doing is having ChatGPT help us analyze our writing style. So it's nice when we have a variety of different things so that we can kind of see how on brand we are for our business. That's the purpose of this. So once you have those pieces of writing, what you're going to do is open a new channel in ChatGPT. And you're going to say, let me just grab the wording that I got here. Can you analyze this text for tone of voice and style? Or you can say, can you tell me about the tone of this text? And then you're going to copy in one of those pieces of content that you've gathered and see what it says. So you repeat that process for the remaining pieces of content. The goal is to start and see some overlap in what it tells you. So this overlap is going to be your natural brand voice. And if you don't have a brand voice, then this gives you a starting point so that you know kind of what keywords 
would be associated with your businesses and your personal personality. And it's also just in general fun to check and see how you're doing, even if you have a brand voice guide for your business. So I tend to do this exercise a lot. A lot of the clients that I work with, and this is totally okay, uh, they don't necessarily have established brand kits in the sense that they'll have like logos and colors that are associated with their brand, but they don't have a brand voice guide. Also for the record, I don't have a brand voice guide, not like a complete document, but I have certain keywords and phrases and like guidelines that I use and that I, I populate into chat. So that it sounds like me, if it's helping me with writing for my business as well. So this is kind of a great starting point. And I'll oftentimes do this exercise when I take on new clients, if they're not sure what their business's brand voice is or what adjectives you would associate with your business. So when I say that, I mean things like, are you like calm and subtle and relaxing? And you have like a very soothing tone to your writing, or are you like, very avant-garde and edgy. And if someone says something, you like sass them right back in the comments and thinking like Wendy's Twitter. <laughs> uh, so what, what is the personality of your business? How do you respond to things? What words do you use frequently? Things like that. I don't know that I have it on hand. Maybe I should look it up as a, a fun thing about what I use for my business. Let me see if I can pull this up. quickly. What words I associate with my business just for a reference point. So my tone of voice is warm, friendly, and authentic. So I have a very conversational manner. I like to share personal insights and experiences. I tend to have a very positive and uplifting vibe for my brand. I try and make my content relatable, empowering, and geared towards female entrepreneurs and moms with side hustles who are really seeking personal and professional growth. I aim to inspire, educate, and support people. So those are kind of some of the words that I use to associate Brittany Miller socials and also the Go Get Great podcast is an extension of that. And it has the same kind of tone of voice. So I have just like a little sentence in a Word document um, that says all of that information. And then every time I start you doing something new in ChatGPT, I'll copy and paste that in and like prime or train my AI intern so that it knows about me and my tone of voice. So when I'm asking it to generate you know, uh, a marketing script for me to start with when I'm creating different promotional materials for things, then it can write somewhat like I sound to begin with. So like I mentioned, you do have to train ChatGPT. Garbage in equals garbage out. If you just open something and you're like, create a social media post for me about selling a house, it's going to come back with the most generic and probably heavy like emoji-based social media caption for you, it will do it. And it's going to be, it's going to be custom content in the sense that chat GPT won't plagiarize itself. So what it gives you as a response is going to be unique from what it would give me, even if I ask it the exact same thing with no additional information, but it's not going to be good for your business and your brand because you haven't taught it to sound like you before you ask it to start writing. So you really have to spend some time getting to know your tone of voice, who your target clients are and all of those things and like who you are as a business and what your business does and then prep your intern so that it can do all of this stuff. So once it does know about you as a business owner, you can ask it to do more specific things for you 
um, like creating social media content and helping you as like a strategic business owner, make decisions about, you know, Hey, these are the six goals that I have for the next 12 months. Help me create, um, milestones and action items to achieve these six goals. Like that's something you can ask it to do and it will help with that's part of the strategic planning prompts in my prompt guide. And it will support that in a pretty decent capacity, actually. So you can either be super specific in training it before you start, or you can just be very specific as you go with the prompts that you give it. But I will say that much like a toddler, chat GPT, your AI intern can really only handle one thing at a time and it needs to be very simplistic. So, you know, saying these are the 12 goals that are the six goals that I have for the year write me out um, milestone dates and action items is probably too much for it to do all at once. So you'd want to tell it what you want it to do and then kind of slowly drip it the questions that you want it, you want it to help you with. So I wanted to give you kind of an example too of how I use this beyond just looking for tone of voice. So I was working to create new product and services packages for my business a couple months ago. So you guys may have noticed, I've talked about it on social media a little bit, that Grayson's joined my business to offer podcast setup and management options. So I was using ChatGPT to help with some customer research to create a copy for the webpage and descriptions for like social media content and things like that. So I use ChatGPT to help me with the market research piece of that. And what that would probably have taken me several days and I finished it in an hour. I was like mind blown and it gave me really good information. Actually, I was pretty surprised. So some of the prompts that I used, and again, some of these are included in the prompt guide, but that I got good results from. So I kind of started by saying, you know, I'm offering a podcast editing and management service. I'd like help creating package titles and descriptions. Here's some information about the service that I'll be offering. So I copied and pasted a couple sentences in about what it was Grayson would be doing. And then using that info, I ask it a few follow-up questions, which you can do. And I, you know, said, can you, given this information, can you tell me who my target clients would be and what pain points these clients would have? And then further from that, I said, great, you know, can you help me create a couple hook options for some social media posts so that I can promote these new services? And then I had it go through and help me brainstorm some uh, service package titles and descriptions for those as well. And that information, if you'd like it, is available on my website. If you're like, hey, I'd really like to start a podcast, but I don't want to figure out how to do it all on my own. It's a lot. (laughs) Grayson and I did publish two different podcast episodes about it too. If you're wondering about that, I can link those in the show notes so that you can go back and listen to them. And we talk about my experience starting a podcast and then what it's like to actually manage it. But if you just like to be like, I just want it done. Someone else can do it for me. Then you can go to BrittanyMillerSocials.ca slash podcast dash management. And then you can see the, the packages and prices that we're offering and also kind of see what ChatGPT helped me put together. So that is just one great example of how I utilize AI to help me streamline the work that I was doing in my business. And it really helped us launch that service a lot faster than we would have been able to do it if we were just doing it by ourselves. I've also tested it out a little bit for like creating business plans for another project that we're working on. You have a lot on the go at any one time. Okay. So if you've used chat GPT before for any form of AI, 
and you're like, Brittany, you're crazy. I tried this and it gave me garbage. Well, we talked about earlier, garbage in equals garbage out. You probably didn't give it enough information to get the kind of results that you're looking for. But the other side of that is maybe you gave it enough information, but you didn't ask it the right question. So it honestly, it sounds like we're splitting hairs, but an example that I put into the masterclass that I was doing, I'll share with you guys as well. So I was asking it to try and help me create a content calendar. And just as a little bit of a sidebar, one of the reasons I know that I'm not going to be out of a job is because I've tried to get it to replicate what I do for clients in terms of creating a really solid social media posting calendar. And it's like mediocre at best and its formatting is atrocious. So it has very like surface level content ideas, which is okay if you're just getting started in your business. It's a great starting point for you. But if you've been posting on social media for a while, it's going to give you ideas that either are really not relevant anymore or that you've already talked about on social media or just in general, maybe don't really align with your business as much as you'd like them to. So the benefit of working with a social media manager is that we have a lot more ideas at our disposal, or at least I do. That's one of the things that my clients tell me all the time. They're like, oh man, Brittany, I love this idea. Where did you come up with it? Like, I don't know. I just think that that would be a really cool thing because uh, as a social media manager, I am oftentimes also the ideal clients of the businesses that I'm working with. So I see it from both sides. I see it from a business perspective and from a customer perspective. So I know what kind of content would resonate with customers because that's the kind of content that I want to see from the business. So I basically just go to my clients and be like, well, I think this is what we should do. I think this is what's going to resonate with you. But back to my example. So I was having it help me create this social media calendar and I had prepped it with all the information about me. And I said, what was the first one? Okay. Given what you know, can you create a social media strategy for August? And it, you know, but sputtered back its generic response of as a generative AI tool, I can't blah, 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 do this. But it was like, okay, well, I know you can because I've asked you to do this before. It was like, I must've used different wording. So I went back and looked and I did. So the first time I said, given what you know, can you create a social media strategy? And the second time I asked it, I said, given what I just told you about my business, can you create a social media strategy? very small adjustment to wording, but that second option, and given what I just told you about my business, much better results. It actually gave me a content calendar. And again, like I said, pretty basic, wouldn't work for me as a business owner, but that's just, I just like to put that out there because I I know that I've tried certain tools too. And I was like, this isn't working. And then I like go on YouTube and watch a tutorial and I was like, oh, it wasn't a systems issue. It was a user issue. And oftentimes that, that can happen with um, chat GPT and things like that too, because it is new. And we have to take time to educate ourselves as users to know how to use the systems to our full potential before we really should be making a, an opinion about whether it is or isn't an effective tool for our business. I feel like a lot of times people go in, they'll play around with something for 10 minutes, not see the results that they want and be like, well, it doesn't work. Much like people's mentality on weight loss, if it doesn't like the pounds don't fall off overnight because you ate a salad for dinner. It doesn't work. (laughs) People have that mentality about their business too. And it's the wrong kind of mentality to have. So when you start using chat GPT, it will take you some time to learn how to use it properly. You might ask it the same question, the same question. You might ask it to give you the same output 
six different ways until you finally find the one that actually gets you the information that you're looking for in a way that, you know, works with your business and work with your branding and all of that stuff. So you have to be willing to put that time into doing it. I would also say if you're completely new to the world of AI and you're looking to kind of streamline that process, then you should definitely check out my masterclass when I run it. Uh, it's called Cracking the Code, Chat GPT for Social Media Success. So if you attend the masterclass, you will hear some of this information again. It'll be a good refresher, but there's also a lot of additional information. And I share more like examples and different ways that you can utilize it to help you with your social media strategy. So I did promise you that I was going to share some of my favorite prompts to use. So I'll share a few. So I did promise that I would share a few different prompts that I like to use in ChatGPT. So I'm going to go ahead and do that now. Like I mentioned, you can go to BrittanyMillerSocials.ca slash prompts, and you'll be able to download my free resource. There's a hundred different prompts you can use with ChatGPT or any other uh, generative AI platform that does text writing. Um, so, okay. So some of my favorites. So like I said, I mainly use this as like a brainstorming tool. It's just a starting point for me. It's not like, end all be all strategy wise, but one of the things that I like to ask it to save myself some research is, so I am a social media manager who helps entrepreneurs learn to create social media content that generates sales and represents their business. Are there any dates in... October that I should talk about in my social media calendar so that it'll spit back and it'll be like, and I'm totally making this up because I haven't actually done this for October yet, but it'll be like October 4th is, or 4th is national book month. Share uh, an example of a book you've read lately that helped you in your business. Or it'll be like, you know, well, I'm recording this at the end of September. I don't know when this is going up, but you know, yesterday was national daughter day do a post talking about your family and help businesses get or help your clients get to know you a little bit better. It doesn't usually do a lot of the personal stuff. I personally think that that's an important in, uh, component of your content strategy, but uh, it does sometimes be like it's National Daughter Day or it's International Coffee Day, which is great if you have like a product-based business that offers coffee. So I know personally, I'm creating a post for later this week for one of my clients and we're talking about, we're talking about coffee. I'm not going to be any more... Well, I guess I can't be, they give me permission. So uh, one of my clients is Old Imperial Farmer's Market. So I'm helping them with their social media content. So one of the things we're putting on the content plan for this week is a post to showcase where people can get a fresh, hot, delicious coffee when they're at the market on the weekend. So go check that out. I'm actually really happy with how that reel turned out. Uh, so I'll have it help me with the brainstorming piece for some of that. The other place that I like to go to get ideas, just so that you know, if I do decide to do the manual labor myself and manual leg work myself to find the different dates is um, Mailer Light. I subscribe to their email list. They're actually really good about putting all that together. And they put it in like a blog post that they publish once a month with the month long, week long, and then the different international days that are relevant to business owners. So they obviously do it with the lens of email marketing because they're an email marketing platform they're one of the email platforms that I recommend if you're just starting. So it has an email marketing lens. It'll be like, send an email out about this, but you can very easily substitute email marketing for social media content. So the ideas and the different dates that they put in that blog post, that's where I usually get um, the different dates that I use for my clients from, unless I ask ChatGPT. Uh, I will preface this, just another word of caution here. 
it's not necessarily connected to the internet. I think it is now, um, but it wasn't before. So I'd be like, what dates are in October that I should use? And they'll be like, oh, October 4th is International Book Day. And then you go and you like actually Google it because I always fact check because it does spit out false information. It even says that right in the thing has been known to give you incorrect information. And I'll go and look at the be And it's like, no, it's actually like October 9th this year because some holidays are like the third Thursday of the month or the first Monday of the month. And if it's not connected to the internet, like it wasn't before, then it doesn't know when that first Monday is because it's not connected to like a 2023 calendar. So you do have to fact check some of those things, but it's a good starting point to be at least, oh, that idea works for me. Let's confirm, you know, is this a Canadian date or celebrated holiday? Those kinds of things. So another one that I like to ask it is um, write five CTAs or call to action options for this post. So your call to action is what hopefully going to get people to like, like, follow, comment, save, all of those good things. So I'll have it help me with that just so that I'm switching it up and I'm not like double tap if you agree on all of my posts because that is not a good thing to do. Just as a an additional FYI, I have a different free resource, three tips to instantly boost your social presence. So that's a free resource that you can download on my website as well. If you visit uh, BrittanyMillerSocials.ca slash three tips. And let me just, yep. BrittanyMillerSocials.ca slash three tips. You can download that resource and one of the pages in that resource talks about why calls to action are important and how it fits in your social strategy and also gives you like sample calls to action that you can use. I think there's like 15 or 20 different options there so that you can mix it up too. So you can ask ChatGPT, you can download my resource, you can do both. Uh, so that's another one that I like to use. Um, trying to think of what other one I use a lot. So today I was using ChatGPT because I was publishing a podcast episode. So I was like, given this information about the podcast episode, can you write um, a description for it? So I have it helped me with that. I haven't spent the time to train that portion of my, um, my chat GPT. So I need to do a little bit more work for that, but it's a good starting point for me. And uh, so I got that published and now I do use it mainly to help me with the titles more so than the descriptions. So I can try and SEO optimize my titles with keywords and just make them in general catchy so that you guys click and want to listen. So I don't know what this episode is going to be called yet. I haven't <laughs> I haven't figured that out. I usually do it before I post it, not before I record it, but whatever title has been selected for this episode, when you're listening to it, ChatGPT probably helped me come up with it. I also like to help it, have it help me with admin tasks. So there's been studies that have been done. Seems crazy. It's only been out for like not even a year yet, but they've been running studies on it. And the studies say that employees are typically cutting, well, entrepreneurs more specifically are cutting their admin tasks down by two and a half hours per day, per day, guys. Like that's crazy. There are some days where it feels like I only get to work three hours. <laughs> and yeah, most of that is admin. So cut your admin time down by two and a half hours a day because they're utilizing ChatGPT. So I like to have it help me with some of the like summarizing. I'll be like, okay, here's a piece of information. 
can you pull out the three key points for it? So if I have like a blog post or something that I've written, I'll copy and paste the blog post in to uh, chat GPT. It'll be like, pull out the three key points. And then I can create a social media point uh, post going, you know, if you struggle with this, this, and this, then read my blog post. And it's going to give you the solutions to these three problems kinds of things. So it helps me like condense and synthesize and summarize all of that information. Uh, and then uh, a lot of times I use it to edit my content. So I'll write it and then I'll just be like, rewrite this in my tone or shorten this by 20% if I write it and I realize it's too long. So it helps me with like, again, kind of more tedious admin stuff, things that don't necessarily take a lot of brain power, but that take a lot of time. <laughs> and I use it a lot for that. So yeah. And hashtags, I use it for hashtags. So you have to kind of be careful with this because it'll randomly create hashtags if it exists, like even remotely on Instagram. If there's like two people that have used the hashtag, it'll give it to you as an option. I don't recommend you use those ones because there's obviously not very many people using it. You're probably not going to get any reach from that. But I'll be like, you know, give me a list of 10 hashtags that are relevant to the post topic. And then I'll, I'll go in on Instagram and I'll check them and see whether or not they're good to use in my post, but then at least gives me a starting point and it helps me if I'm like up against a creativity mental block. So yeah, so I've been using ChatGPT in my business for, I didn't start in November, but probably since early this year, at least. So like eight, nine months now. And I definitely noticed that it has helped me in a lot of areas. My capacity as a business owner has gotten much larger because of it. And I do find that when you spend the time to work with it, it can be really beneficial. So it's definitely worth doing. If you haven't tried it at all yet, create an account. Like I said, it's free and uh, play around with it. See what happens. Download my resource, BrittanyMillerSocials.ca slash prompts. And those will give you a good starting point too, so that you know how to utilize it a little bit more effectively when you're first learning. And then as always, I'd love for you to connect with me on social media and let me know how it goes when you play around with AI. What do you like to use it for? What are you hoping it'll do that it hasn't done yet? Maybe I can help you craft a prompt that will get it to do what you want. And just, you know, in general, come say hi. Like I, I see how many people listen to my podcast, but I have no idea who these people are. And I would love to connect with you guys. So you can follow me at Brittany Miller Socials on Instagram or um, at Go Get Great Podcast. I have both accounts there and I like to, to talk and be social and share information and things like that about the podcast. So I would love for you to come find me online and we can talk there. But Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that you found some value in this episode and that you have some fun prompts that you can take away and try to help you streamline your business and do things more efficiently. So, so I will see you guys back here next Tuesday. Thank you so much for listening and have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Go Get Great. I hope you found some useful tips and tricks that can help you make life and business work together. If what I said resonates with you, please share it on social media and don't forget to tag at Brittany Miller Socials so that I can celebrate you for taking those first steps towards achieving greatness. Remember, success doesn't happen overnight. It takes dedication, hard work, and a lot of spirit. So don't be afraid to dream big and go after what you want. Keep striving for greatness. You get closer with every step forward, no matter how small they may seem. Until next time, go get great.